Here we are. Lear and Life. I enjoyed that music. Shahari, what was it? Gia Cantel, incredible Georgian composer. This was his theme for a production of King Lear. Shall we do a recap, a short one? Okay, well, as Fool has clearly pointed out to him, Lear has bungled everything and he's really in a bind now. <laughs> I mean, it's a problem of his own making and he knows it. Well, you know, he could take the easy way out, I suppose, go into a nursing home, give up his driver's license and his hundred nights, get a 60-inch TV and play with his grandchildren when they come home from school, patch things up with Cordelia, take a trip to France. Life could be good. You know, sometimes an old person, they'll wander off. Could be the middle of winter, walking mm. the streets all night long. Everyone's searching for him. It happens a lot. Eventually, she'll, she'll get picked up usually brought into the ER and even admitted to the psych ward. And that's what Lear does. <laughs> he wanders off, just keeps on going. Capture him. He must be crazy. Put him on the psych ward. I mean, ask anyone what this play is about, right? What uh -huh. most people, even if they don't know the play at all, they do know. It's about an old king who goes mad. Like last week, an article in The Guardian about how this politician's going crazy. And just like Lear did, I mean, they actually compared him to Lear. Yeah, no. No, no, no. She did not walk out of her house and wander the cold streets because she was crazy. That's not crazy. Crazy is staying in that house when you just can't find any reason for living anymore. When everything is dead around you and silent, when you look out and there's no life in things, that's crazy. She is not crazy. And neither is Lear. He is perfectly sane, more than he has ever been before. What does he say? I abjure all roofs and choose to wage enmity to the air, be a comrade to the wolf and owl. He needs to do this. I would suggest that all of us could think about doing that. Yeah. I mean, now, walk out of here. Seriously, abjure this roof. Because if we continue falling in line like we are doing now, Mm -hmm. Every single one of us, take the easy way, sit in your parlor, watch your TV, go to your comfortable, good-paying job, whatever your version of doing that is. We know where that goes, to the bind we're all in now, all of us. Listen to the fool. He'll tell you. Listen to Greta, Joanna Macy, David Suzuki. Get out of that house. Walk down to the beach in this storm we're in. Tofino on the west coast in the middle of a winter hurricane, wearing nothing but the clothes we're wearing now. And here is Lear, on the beaches of Dover in the middle of a hurricane, his fool standing beside him. Blow, winds, and crack your cheeks, rage, blow, you cataracts and hurricanes, spout! Till you have drenched our steeples, drowned the cocks, you sulfurous and thought executing fires, aunt couriers to oak cleaving thunderbolts, singe my white head. And thou, all shaking thunder, smite the flat, thick rotundity of the world, crack nature's molds, and Germans spill at once that made ingrateful man. Oh, uncle, says the fool. Court holy water in a dry house is better than this rainwater out a door. Good uncle, in, and ask thy daughter's blessing 
Here's a night pities neither wise man nor fool. Rumble thy bellyful, spit fire, spout rain, nor rain, wind, thunder, fire, O oh my daughters. I tax not you, you elements, with unkindness. I never gave you kingdom, called you children. You owe me no subscription. Then let fall your horrible pleasure. Here I stand, your slave, a poor, infirm, weak, and despised old man. Yet I call you servile ministers that have with two pernicious daughters joined your high-engendered battles against a head so old and white as this. Oh, oh, that is, tis foul. He that has a house to put his head in has a good headpiece. The codpiece that will house before the head has any. The head in he shall louse. So beggars marry many. The man that makes his toe what he his heart should make shall of a corn cry woe and turn his sleep to wake. For there has never yet fair woman be but she made mouths in a glass. No. No, I, I will be the pattern of all patience. I will say nothing. Now canterize on the same. And he tries to get Lear inside, out of the storm. Alas, sir, are you here? Things that love night love not such nights as these. The wrathful skies gallow very wanderers of the dark and make them keep their caves. Since I was man, such sheets of fire, such bursts of horror, thunder, such groans of roaring wind and rain, I never remember to have heard. Man's nature cannot carry the afflictions nor the fear. But Lear is not listening. He is somewhere else entirely. Let the great gods that keep this dreadful pother o'er our heads. Find out their enemies now. Tremble, thou wretch. It has within thee undivulged crimes, unwhipped of justice. Hide thee, thou bloody hand, thou perjured and thou similar man of virtue that art incestuous. Caitiff to pieces shake that under covert and convenient seeming has practiced on man's life. Close pent-up guilts, writhe your concealing continents, and cry these dreadful summoners' grace. I am a man more sinned against than sinning. Alack, bareheaded, gracious my lord, Hard by here is a hovel. Some friendship will it lend you against the tempest. Repose you there. While I to this hard house, more harder than the stones whereof tis raised, which even but now, demanding after you, denied me to come in, return and force their scanted courtesy. My, my wits begin to turn. Come on, 
my boy, my poor fool. How, how does my boy? Hmm. I'm cold. I'm, I'm cold myself. Where, where is the straw, my fellow? The art of our necessities is strange. It can make vile things precious. Come, your hobble. Poor fool and knave. I have one part in my heart that's sore yet for thee. He that has and a little tiny wit with the hey-ho, the wind and the rain, must make content with his fortunes fit. For the rain, it raineth every day. <laughs> true. <laughs> true, my boy, true. Come, come, bring us to this hovel. Good, my lord, come inside with us. We'll, we'll break. break. No. Will break my heart? I had rather break my own. Thou thinkst tis much that this contentious storm invades to the skin. So tis to thee. But where the greater malady is fixed, the lesser is scarce felt. Thou'lt shun a bear. But if thy flight lay toward the raging sea, Let's meet the bear in the mouth. When the mind's free, the body's delicate. A tempest in my mind doth from my senses take all feeling else save what beats there, filial ingratitude. Is it not as this, as, as this mouth should tear this hand for lifting food to it? But I, I will punish on. No, I will weep no more. Such a night to shut me out. A poor on, I will endure. And such a night as this. Oh, Reagan Goneril, your old kind father whose frank heart gave all. Oh, oh no. Oh, we madness lies. Let me shun that way. No more of that. And Kent comes. Good, my lord. Enter. Here. Uh, prithee, go in thyself. Seek thine own ease. This tempest will not give me leave to ponder on things would, would hurt me more. But I'll, uh, I'll go in. In, boy, you go first, you you houseless poverty. Hey, get thee in. I'll pray, and then I'll sleep. And the fool does go in, leaving Lear alone. In the storm, poor naked wretches, whosoe'er you are that bide the pelting of this pitiless storm, how shall your houseless heads and unfed sides, your looped and windowed raggedness, defend you from seasons such as these? Oh, I have taken too little care of this. Expose thyself to feel what wretches feel, that thou mayst shake the superflux to them and show the heavens more just. There is just so much in these lands. I mean, I know. 
and it goes by so fast. I mean, that's <laughs> Boom says the play, it can't be performed. Boom never in his life saw a production and even approximated reading it. I mean, he says it defeats all our actors and directors. I, I agree with him. I mean, I've seen Ian McCullough, <laughs> I've seen Anthony Hopkins, Derek Jacques. I mean, and this little bit we've read now, all by itself, it could be like a one-act play. Can we go back to that speech of the dreadful Potter again? I, I didn't quite get it. He says, tremble though wretch. Thou that, wretch. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, try. I was not Tremble thou wretch. <laughs> Maybe that's why I didn't get it. I don't think so, though. Tremble thou wretch that hath within the undivulged crimes. Is he talking to Kent here? I struggle with that speech, too, but I think I think Lear's just beginning to see himself. He's talking to himself, actually. I mean, you read it this time. It's as if as if he's talking to himself. He where he where he's the wretch. Tremble, our wretch. Unwhipped of justice. Hide thee, thou bloody hand, thou perjured, and thou similar man of virtue that art incestuous. Caitiff, to pieces shake. That under covert and convenient seeming has practiced on man's life. Close pent up guilts. Rive your concealing countenance and cry these dreadful summoners' grace. I am a man more sinned against than sinning. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That is the way it is. And the, but the last line, I mean. <laughs> how's how's that get in? I mean, Shakespeare he never makes it easy on us, does he? No. And that bit about the contentious storm is interesting, where he says that the hurricane hurricane he's facing is nothing compared to what he has to endure from his daughters. And he hardly feels a storm because the real tempest is the one in his own yeah, mind. Yeah, yeah, boy. In this last speech of his, where he addresses what he refers to as the naked wretches. I mean, I think this is the place where we really see him coming to grips with who he has become. Probably for the first time in his life, he's feeling empathy towards other people, the poor, the people out there who, like him right now, are living through this storm in hovels. Can I read it? Um, <laughs> I don't know, Tom. Oh, okay, but I get to be the fool. Poor naked wretches, wheresoe'er you are, that bide the pelting of this pitiless storm, how shall your houseless heads and unfed sides, your looped and windowed raggedness, defend you from seasons such as these? Oh, I have taken too little care of this. Expose thyself to feel what wretches feel, and thou mayst shake the superflux to them and show the heavens more just. Ah, I'll speak a prophecy ere I go. Oh, no, 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 no. I cannot let you have the shahari. I am the fool. The fool you said, is me. You said, you, I, I love you. this part. I, no, but actually I, the fool. I, 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 I am... 
I am the I, I am the fool. My turn. I want to do this one. Oh, like stop it. acting like a baby. Go, go, go. Do this with your grandchildren. Okay. Right. All right. All right. All right. Yeah. Thank right. you very much. Go okay. Ahead. Go ahead. Go. okay. All right. I will. I will. You're the fool. You listen to me, this fool. It's going to say to you because when priests are more in word than matter, when brewers mar their malt with water. When nobles are their tailors' tutors, no heretic's bird but wrenches of suitors. When every case in law is right, no squire in depth, no nor poor knight. When slanders do not live in tongues, nor cutpurses come not to throngs. When usurers tell their gold in the field, and bods and whores do churches build, then shall the realm of Albion come to great confusion. Then comes the time, who lives to see it, that going shall be used with feet. This prophecy Merlin shall make, for I live before his time. Uh, maybe that's enough for one episode, eh? What do you think? I mean, there's a lot to absorb here. It really is. Then comes the time, who lives to see it, when going shall be used with feet. <laughs> we come again to another episode that was lovely Shahari next time we will see what is happening in the hovel and you will be surprised trust me I know you're hooked already so stay tuned let's fade out with Cancel again yeah I'd love that